Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Record. Well, it's a first time for well, everyone. There is a first time for everything. We've got note. Well, I don't know. The numbers are going around on my machine. The, uh, uh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Welcome to Never God, we've Far. missed. We've missed so much racing. It's been just been a, a huge amount of racing. I was just catching up on results. We should probably do some cycling content in this. Wait, wait, in this Ned, where's, where's our introduction? Oh, okay. Um, you're listening to Never. Str- Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to Never Strays Far, a cycling podcast uh, hosted by me, David Miller, and me, Peter Kenyuk, and me, Ned Bolting. Uh, today, we're going to be looking at some of the racing that has already happened in 2024, starting with the Tour of the Algarve. But before that, let's hear the theme tune. Snappy, snappy start. Um, That's great. <laughs> crazy, crazy amounts of racing. But I think we should begin with the UAE tour, David. Oh yeah, I think we should, let's begin out of sequence because you have been commentating already ahead of me and Pete. We've done no commentary. I know that's the David first Miller. time I've ever done that. I, and I wow. actually, it's really good because normally I'm coming in cold into Paris Nice, and I have to thank Pete for that because Pete, with his direct sportive job couldn't do UAE yeah. and put my name forward. And now so I'm slightly nervous for the big one in July because I'm missing my main training camp of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's I, true. true. I'm going to have to resort to the putting the tally on silent and commentating at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good. UAE's weird. Isn't it's it? really weird. What, the place or the race? Or, the place. Or both? I mean, the race is, mm. is, is what it is. We'll come to that. But the UAE is... I don't think I've ever, I've been there before, but not actually on tour because I had this dream in my head that we'd be in one hotel and kind of just pivoting around the place, but actually we're in a different hotel every night and across the whole of the UAE. And uh, We did so warn you, we all. did warn you. Yeah, we did warn you. You did warn but, me, uh, you did warn me. But um, yeah, and because I'd done my reading beforehand, where is my book? Mm. Oh, it's, oh, it's there it is. The Origins. Yeah. Of the United Arab Emirates, like a book from the 1970s, I kind of it, I had a totally different perspective on it because it's just madness, Dubai and Abu Dhabi. And to think that like 50, 60 years ago, there was almost nothing there. And, yep. and I'd never been to Abu Dhabi, and Abu Dhabi's pretty swanky, to be honest. That's pretty a baller place, kind of yeah. more so than Dubai, I'd say. Yeah. But, 
They're slight, yeah. they're slightly different vibes, aren't they? The two, the two yeah, the big are. Emirates, uh, Abu Dhabi. Dubai feels like it's kind of an experiment that is almost beginning to curdle a little bit. Like yeah. it's a little bit rough around the edges, and sort of like having having been incredibly shiny. And Abu Dhabi just feels a bit more, even more sort of cash rich, doesn't it? It kind does of. feel swanky, swanky. Yeah. Well, the race was good. It was strange commentating with somebody else, with Declan. Who's lovely, Declan Quigley. Yep. Declan Quigley. Yep. Um, so I had to figure out how to do that. Little things like you know the way you and me can kind of dance in and out in the last K, and then you take it yeah. definitely last five hundred. He's definitely from yeah. like a K and a half out. Um, oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. And so I was just sitting there, kind of like, <laughs> kind of seeing things and not saying anything. And um, but yeah, so that was that okay. was good. But the race itself was a bit tour of Britain esque, <laughs> in the sense that. Pretty flat, obviously, apart from um, the two summit finishes, but even those were kind of like flat stages. And pretty much the same breakaway every day. Mark Stewart up the road with different guys and and obviously flag-to-flag commentating. So it was pretty... There wasn't much to talk about, and obviously there's not much to talk about in the landscape. And I didn't really want to go into the history I learned about the trucial states. Did you do the whole stage? Every day? I didn't do the... Yeah, we did the whole stage every day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, from like neutral rollout. And um, so I didn't want to go into the East India Company and all that jazz. So we kind of just talked about the race and there wasn't much crosswind apart from maybe the last day where it actually had an effect. But it was good because I got to see some young riders that I knew nothing about. And uh, that was that was good. The, the young Van Atvelt who won was an absolute baller of a bike racer. UAE crumbling, I know. that was a surprise. I mean... Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were the headlines, uh, weren't they, David? Like, like the guy who, the kid who won, the Belgian, 20, 22 yeah. years old of age? 22. Was, and the way he raced Lennart, was just amazing. Lennart von Eitfeld, yeah. yeah. Van, van Eitfeld, yeah, because he went, I mean, he got third, he lost time in the time trial, got third on Jebel Jais, which is the kind of the, the long mountain, not necessarily steep. Yeah, um, yeah. But then the, the next day, he went in like a race long, or on the Friday, he went in kind of the, the sort of suicide waste of energy breakaway, but got both intermediate sprints and the, the six seconds. And what? then he ended up winning the race overall by two seconds. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they screwed I mean, up. So which team let him get in that break? Like who had the jersey? Uh, well, everyone did. Everyone let him go. So it, it was basically, yeah, Mark Stewart and... um. And then it was two lottos, just the kind of first break that went. And I think it huh. was, uh, it was a, uh, apparently heard afterwards, it was a team doctor in the, in the car on the way to the start said, why don't you go in the breakaway? Get the seconds. I mean, it was pretty far huh. down. It was like at 28 seconds <laughs> or something. So he wasn't, I guess, no, everyone oh, I thought you were oh, going to dominate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So, yeah, but so How brilliant bit of bike racing from him. But watching UAE, I saw Mauro Gianetti, um, who's the boss of UAE, yep. who's my, my old yep. boss from when I was at Sonny Duval, who I got on with really well. And yep. I saw him after the final stage. And um, and I was like, geez, what happened? Because Jay Vine and um, uh, Brandon McNulty just fell to pieces on the final climb up, Jebel Hafit on the final day. And he was like, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what happened because even the race was going so much slower up Jabal Hafiz than it has other years. 
and yet they still crumbled. But it was interesting because even, you you know, if that was Dave Brailsford, it's such a different way of talking because Dave Brailsford would be like, oh, you know, he'd be kind of coming up with reasons and solutions. Marrow was just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, he said they were going slower up there as well. I have no idea. <laughs> it's just like a, a team that, that it's that advanced. They're at the beginning of the race, they got top three in the time trial on stage two, and it just looked like they were, it was going to be a cakewalk for them. And just with Brandon, uh, Brandon McNulty, McNulty, did he win the time trial? Yeah, he won the time trial. Jay Vine second, um, Mikkel Bjerg third. Uh, Then the next day, Adam Adam Yates crashed out, gave himself a concussion. Oh, he slapped out. He slapped down really hard, didn't he? He I mean, it's it's kind of funny. Not yeah, but he didn't know. So he got back on his bike, and then he's riding along, and because the crash looked pretty innocuous, but then it was one of his teammates was talking to him. And Adam didn't even know he crashed. Yeah, what crash? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> At which oh, point dear. he was like, oh, okay, I better go and speak to Team Car, find out what to do. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, nuts. they stopped on the final climb. But apart from that, no, it was a good race. It was interesting. And, um, but not that interesting. Just interesting UAE crumbling and Vanettevelt <laughs> kind of coming to <laughs> and oh, oh, and the comeback of my, my old friend Ben O'Connor, decathlon. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was on fire, but just let it going slip well. on the final What about climb. Sam Bennett? Um, Sam Bennett was all right, but I, that was the the other interesting thing because it was kind of coined, I think, actually coined by Mark Cavendish that it was the Sprinters World Championships because you had all literally every single kind of A category sprinter there apart from Jasper Philipson. But the sprinters were DeMar. absolute Demar, probably for that the very other reason. One. Yeah, 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 and yeah. but. Um, Merlier just made everyone look like absolute donkeys. I so, mean, he was just yeah. in out, on absolute fire. A bit but of, what was interesting sorry. with him... Go on, Pete. No, I was just saying a bit of um, inside info that, um, you know, Paul... Oh, my God, what's his second name? He was on our team last year. He now rides for Quick Step. Already won a race. He won... Did he win? Yeah. Mania. Mania, Mania. Paul Mania. He's, he was beating Merlier in sprints on training camp. Really? What? Huh. Yeah. Well, it was, it was really interesting watching Melia because he was, because they were quite chaotic sprints and you're expecting lead outs and they weren't happening. No, no lead out was stronger than the others and there was a little bit of headwind finishes, weird ones. And he was just finding the right field wheel, going at the right point. So strong, but just in the right place. And on the stage, let me Friday stage, so that would be stage five, he was going for like his third stage win and got a puncture with six Ks to go on his flat, on his back wheel and kind of made the decision, oh, I'll, I'll I'll just ride it to the finish and, and get a top 10 for the green jersey. And again, just found himself in a brilliant position and got second. And his tyre was down to three bar. But it was so strong. And then the next day, he just crushed everybody again. And when he crossed the finish line, he was rolling back to the podium. He was just shaking his head. And he was then in this post-race interview. And he said it was absolute humility and pragma- pragmatism, not arrogance. He said, I, I just can't do anything wrong at the moment. And it was like watching an athlete in absolute perfect flow, zenith state, and just kind of can't do anything wrong. And so he ended up winning three stages, green jersey, second and another, but just made a mockery of all the other sprinters, which was pretty interesting. So that was the only real takeaway. Merlier crushing people, Vanette Velt coming to kind of breaking through, and UAE crumbling. So there you go, UAE in a nutshell. Very good. Hey Pete, what's happening? Hey Ned, what's happening uh, in your life? What's going on? Not much. 
feel a bit I feel really mellow all the time I'm like <laughs> even, <laughs> even talking about race and then I just I don't know just cruising through life at the minute obviously on well that's good it's not obvious but on the first trinity racing's uh training camp of the year that's going well it's been where good. are you it's been, where, where? We're, well we're close to Calpe, a place called Altia which is okay. which is lovely actually mm-hmm. um it's right. probably about a 10 minute yeah. ride from Calpe, but yeah it's been good we've done you know a lot of work so far and yesterday was the first day we did more specific like work on tactics where we did a couple of race simulations where it's like a 10k stretch of road and one way slightly drags up and the other way slightly drags down it's like a tailwind on the downhill section so they're doing like 70 80k an hour two two groups both with lead out trains and a couple of wild cards but it was so funny because i was the neutral car and aaron with the flag out so i was holding them you know on the bumper (laughs) and on the on one of the ways it was like a crosswind so i had them all in the gutter and everyone was flapping behind in the car um and then but it's we've done a lot of like a a lot of efforts up until yesterday but not you know not much really on tactics so it was so good just to catch them all out on one of the races i like beeped the horn to to get behind the neutral car and half of them were all so slow to react to that three of them from one team with a sprinter were on the car so i just kept the foot on the gas and they must have had like a 30 second gap by the time i pulled off with 5k to go because i was like i was making a point you know, you can't just switch off. I don't mm. care if you can do 440 watts for 20 minutes. Two days ago, mm. like if you if you That's take your fi- if you take your finger off the pulse in the race, you miss the move, and it doesn't really matter if you've got the watts or not. Um, so they were all caught out and just getting on, you know, getting into them a bit with with how they were riding and stuff like that. So it's been good. How do you and even do that on op- open... Sorry, David, just jump in there, Pete. H- how do you, like, scares the life out of me, the idea of doing that on open roads and keeping everybody safe? You know what? Is that a, not, like, as a it, DS? Does it, it not no, I don't even, don't even think about it. it is, the roads are really safe out here and the drivers on the whole are really yeah, good. Sure. And we have this, you know, we come here, we've been coming here for years, so it's a good stretch of road. But nonetheless, um, yeah, it's, what, 16, 17 riders all on your bumper on an open road it's yeah. quite funny but i don't even think about it it's no everyone's yeah everyone's sensible and we you know we say at the start that safety's the full they're wearing the helmets game, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh fine that's good <laughs> excellent so folks i'm on the road again this time only overnight And as a result, I cycled up to the station yesterday morning to get on my way, which means if I do that, I have to pack light, stuff all the podcast things in a bag, a change of clothes, a few books, a toothbrush and toothpaste. My running shoes I wear, which means I also make sure to pick up an AG1 travel pack for the road because morning isn't morning and a run isn't a run until I've drunk my glass of AG1. That refreshing tangy taste that sets me up for the day and beyond. It tastes, well, good, because it's only made from natural products, over 70 different ingredients. It's a powerfully simple supplement with vitamins, minerals, whole food source nutrients and more in a single scoop that takes seconds to mix each morning. It helps to support your brain, heart, energy and immune health. Oh, and by the way, I was literally woken up this morning by my phone going ping. It was David posting a photograph to our podcast WhatsApp group of his AG1 shaker full of green goodness. So he beat me to it as he does with most things. Now, if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to 
drinkag1.com forward slash never strays far. That's drinkag1.com forward slash never strays far. Check it out. Sorry, I just, want to, I just want to find out how Pete's doing on his sport since his insane 16-minute oh, 5K. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's hear about that. I had a bit of a, I don't know, like a drop-off in, you know, it was all a big build-up, wasn't it? Bit, and then it was almost like... Massive. I, massive. I did it, and I was like, it was great being there. It was on the podcast, wasn't it? It was all fun games. And then it was a bit anticlimatical after it. Uh, and then I've kind of just gone back to being a bit of a hobbyist which has been quite nice. nice. I've rode the bike a bit, been out with the boys a couple of times out here. I'm good for two hours and then I just completely blow my doors off. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's been good. Well balanced, I'd say, David. Well done, Pete. Yeah, um, well done, Pete. Yeah, so today, Ned, yeah, we're doing a roll reversal, so I'm a swanny today. Being up at seven, making rice cakes, no. getting the bottles sorted for the guys. Jacob, who is the swanny, and Charlie, who's one of the other mechanics there, they're me and John Mould, so they're the directors for the day. So we waved them off, off they went. I think it's genius. We made sure they had yeah. 200, they've got 200k, six, at least six, well, it's going to be more than six hours in the car by the time we get back. So, <laughs> to get the full, ex- <laughs> get the full experience. Cause I, <laughs> well, whose idea, whose idea was this, Pete? I think it's genius. I think it's brilliant. Well, it was my idea, and it also it's the last day of the block, Very and good. it's a rest day tomorrow, so it feels like we've got two days off. But in all seriousness, you know, everyone believes their job's the hardest, don't they? And we're always moaning like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's a ham and cheese sandwich again or whatever. For example, you know, just as an example, and you know, it gets you get a bit miffed off when you come back, and Jacob's there all excited that the car's back, and you've just been driving for seven hours, and you're like, oh my god, will you give it a break? But then, you know, we've had the 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 really hectic part of the day now, and we get to chill out and prepare stuff, and we're going to do the washing, except we obviously can't massage, but it's good just to I wouldn't say it, empathy's not the word, but yeah, just to like put yourself in their shoes because you know no wonder he's excited when you get back because he's been sort of <laughs> mulling around for for seven hours and he's ready to to get stuck into his work so um but yeah i think it'll be a good exercise hopefully everyone gets get something out of it we lost ned we no, are he's there he's writing I've got I've got a little bit of I I'm, I'm, I my because I've got a dodgy internet connection. I'm just going to log off and uh, log back on again. So uh, I'm just going to suggest that you just keep going without me. <laughs> but right. but when I come back, guys, when I come back, I'm going to tell you all about. Well, I'm going to we're going to talk about Omloop Head Newsblad. How about that? That's going to be exciting. I'm going to be gonna, super good. Okay, bye, Ned. <laughs> let me just let me just log off. I'm going to I'll be back in a second. Keep going without me. But yeah, other than that, David, the camp's been great so far. That's good. That's good. Well, I've it's been keeping my sport going, Pete. Have you? Yeah, chugging away. Like I kind of Tour de France. Inspired by a Tour de France minute. sport, or are we talk, what, um, what sort of level are we at? Sort of medium level. I'm being a lot more sensible, yeah. so I'm just staying on a constant plateau at the moment. I was looking back last year, and it was just peak trough, peak trough, peak trough. So yeah. now I'm yeah. being a bit more like you, a bit more hobbyist. Yeah, getting amongst it, but. Doing well. What do, where good. are you then, Ned? I'm in France. I'm in Lille. Um, I was, uh, yeah. I just put, I came over to France yesterday, um, and actually had a had um, had a really nice day. I was met at Lille railway station by 
Um, you, the name Jean Stablinski means something to you, I know, David. Maybe not to you, Pete. Have you no. heard of Jean Stablinski from, from the uh, annals of history? The world champion, road race world champion in 1962. He won, um, he was a teammate of Jacques Anquetil. He won, I think, five stages of the Tour de France. He won the Vuelta in 1958, won stages of the Giro as well. One of the greats of his generation. He died uh, around about 17 years ago, he died in 2007. Um, but his son, uh, I've made contact with his son for various reasons that I don't really want to go into now because I'm working on a kind of longer term project. But um, I, yeah, I made contact with his son who's in his late 60s now, Jacques Stablinski, who was also a racer, um, not a particularly good one, told me a very funny story about his, um, his final day of racing when he packed it all in, actually. <laughs> he was in some horrible race in Belgium. And um, and he he uh, was in the sort of front group going up some berg, and he pu- and he was within a chance of sort of getting a decent result in this one day race, and he punctured quite close to the finish line, and it was peeing with rain, and he just went, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to jack the entire career in. That's me done. Like that had an absolute nice. threw an absolute wobbler, and uh, and basically walked off the race with his punctured bike to a motorway junction, hitchhiked on the motorway as far as, someone got him as far as Ghent and then he jumped back on um, his bike in Ghent and rode from Ghent over to the French border to his home in Valenciennes on a punctured rear wheel and then never got on a bike again after that. <laughs> I've got a similar <laughs> story a just... about my brother doing an under 20. Yeah. He did get on his bike again. He was riding for the under 23, yeah, British, yeah, it was the academy at the time. And me and Swift, who were just in our apartment in the centre of Corata then, it must have been one of the Toscana Tours three-day race early on in the year. And I would just get, the doorbell goes, and I'm like, oh, like no one ever rings your doorbell in Italy, you don't know anyone. I'm like, who the heck could that be? (laughs) Tim's just there with his bike, numbers on, everything. Just turned left (laughs) off the race and turned up at our apartment. Said, I can't do it, I'm over (laughs) it. (laughs) I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> and was that was that it? Was that the last? Was that his last race? I can't remember. Or did he, have a, did he, he go he, back he, in? I think he might have gone back yeah. and raced for an Italian team the year after. But it was just, <laughs> it was brilliant. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> it was so old school. <laughs> Numbers on everything. Helmet number one just stood there at the door, all shrivelled. <laughs> <laughs> I was anyway, like, Swifty, um, put the kettle on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so Jack Stablinski picked me up yesterday and gave me a little guided tour of... Um, well, the first place we went to was the Arenberg Trench. We went to the, huh. the Pavé on the Arenberg, which is really near Lille. And, of course, um, his father, Jean Stablinski, added the Arenberg to Paris-Roubaix. So Jean-Marie Leblanc um, was wanted, uh, basically, new sections of Pavé uh, to be added to Paris-Roubaix because so many of them were being dug up and turned into tarmac. So he kind of consulted the local knowledge of Jean Stablinski, who said, yeah, yeah, you've got to go down the Arenberg Trench. So it's kind of his invention, his discovery. And now, of course, it's pretty much the most famous section of Pavé out of, out of all of them. So we went there and then he took me to, he took me to lunch in, in Wallers, which is the nearest town to the Arenberg Trench. And it was just one of those fantastic... I sent you a picture of it, didn't I, David? Fantastic yeah, did. French lunch. Classic. Most French kind of... I had goulash du sanglier, which sanglier is wild boar. So I had a wild boar goulash, a big dollop of sort of dark stew with some potatoes on the plate, some over-steamed carrots and broccoli. And what I love about French 
French cuisine is there's a little bit of salad on there, some lettuce with some dressing on, mm. sitting right next to the sort of like dollop of stew, which I always find so random. Why would you put on a hot plate, you know, like... Why would you put the lettuce on the hot plate? Anyway, I loved it. I just thought it was great. And um, <laughs> we shared a bottle of um, Sancerre. You know, Sancerre is normally a white wine. Well, this was red Sancerre straight out of the fridge. It was just, it's just great. Oh, loved it. Happy days. So I've had a really good, I've had a really good um, 24 hours in France. And I'm going to head home on the train this evening. Yeah. Got a few more things to do, but I'll keep them under my hat, under my never strays far um, bobble hat for now. Yeah, sure have you is. seen much? Uh, have you seen much of the other bits and pieces of racing, either of you? Because we've had plenty. Like we had um, Remco doing Remco things again already. Yeah, finger go, smashing finger go. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need help. Quite <laughs> standard that actually. Like so, Remco won the Tour of the Algarve by placing well on the mountain stages and crushing everyone in the time trial. Yeah, that's what he does every year. He does the Tour of Algarve mm. and he wins it. And then Au Gran Camino is where uh, Vingegaard makes his um, seasonal debut now. And he crushed, he absolutely destroyed everyone in that race. It took yeah, three so stages. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Jonas so Vingegaard Hansen. Yeah. What's Pogaccio yeah, yeah. up to? He hasn't raced yet. I feel like I need to. Qu- I need him to come back to racing because I just. F- I still feel so disconnected from it all, and I feel yeah, like we, I need. We need, I need back. It's almost like I need to prioritize watching it to get back into it because I'm really struggling at the minute. I don't There's know. Too much going yeah, on, Pete. Yeah. There's too I much. I just had to double check. Pog. Pog. Strade Bianchi is his first. His first race. Is it? Might be. Yeah. Yeah, it probably will be actually, won't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. When's that Saturday? It probably Yeah. Do you remember last year where he didn't do it because he thought he'd win it? <laughs> that was so funny. Oh yeah. Brilliant. He like, and he couldn't go to Paris Nice because it would be annoyingly he'd have to do lots of interviews and anti doping because he would have won Stradibianchi. <laughs> like uh, it was it's, it's, So that's so on what's Saturday. Going that then? Uh he's doing Tirreno, I think. Yeah, this year. So we, at Paris Nice, David, we have got Remco. And um, Roglic of the, oh, of the nice. t- two of the big four going to Paris Nice. Oh, so that's good. and then uh, just so our listeners know, we got daily highlights on you know as ever over the last few years, the daily highlights on ITV Four at seven o'clock in the evening. How quick has that came around to Paris Nice? That's scary, isn't it? Crazy, isn't it? It's this weekend. Starts this weekend. David's coming over to England, aren't you? Right? Yeah, I am. I am on Saturday. Have I had when I was on my way to UAE. I suddenly thought, actually, we I had this complete mind block. I thought we weren't doing Paris Nice for some reason. Because I hadn't heard anything. Oops. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. So I had it. I've, I've just, it was just a momentary flash. And I was like, oh, we, yeah. Is ITV still doing it? They are, thank God. So that's good. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. Paranese. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Apologies for popping up twice with a commercial message, uh, in uh, a mangled commercial message in this case, in the same uh, podcast episode. But this one. Uh, you're really going to want to hear as well um, because this is a special, by far the biggest um, roadbook offer that's ever been offered to the, the Never Strays Far listenership. 50% off the 2022 edition of the book, including signed copies, which there are some of those in stock still. Um, 50% half price, uh, use the discount code RED22 or 20% off 
any of the other historical ones from 2018 to 2021, the first four editions of the roadbook, including the extraordinary 2020 edition, 2019 edition, all about Matty van der Poel and the Amstel Gold, and the 2018 edition, three British Grand Tour winners, Simon Yates, Chris Froome and Geraint Thomas, blah, 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 blah. If you want 20% off any of those, um, Retro20, Retro20 is your discount code. And finally, uh, the 2023 roadbook, which is completely sold out, has just gone for a reprint. So if you somehow missed out or you know someone who missed out and wanted it, um, you can email office at theroadbook.co.uk and get on the waiting list for those. Um, that way, um, when it goes back for a pre-order, um, you'll get it a day earlier than the general public. Okay. Um, uh, you have till Sunday the 10th of March to take advantage of those offers. Right. Back to the, um, frankly, excellent podcast. Am I the only one who watched any of the opening weekend then? Omloop at Newsblad and Kerner Brussels Kerner? Yeah, because I was watching UAE. Every oh, of course, you were actually working. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't see any of it. Okay. I presume Pete didn't well, because he's working. Yeah, I missed it. I seen Luke Lamperty was up there in Kern Brussels Kern, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Seventh. Best seventh. result was Sudal. Fourth or fifth in seventh. the... Was it? Yeah, fourth or fifth in the sprint, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Was free, there was free yeah, away. But how... How about Luke's other um, successes so far this year? Oh man, wasn't Pete? it? It's unbelievable, unbelievable. It's, you know, man, yeah, yeah, isn't it? I'd, I was a bit ap- apprehensive with him and Paul. Just yeah, you know, he he was saying. I spoke to him towards the end of the season. He was he was saying he really wanted to you know get the season off to a good start, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I was like, well, maybe lower your expectations a little bit. But fair play to them both. They've just stepped straight in, haven't they? Crushing it, both of them. Yeah, it's amazing. Crushing it. But I didn't see... Um, did you watch Het News, Vlad, then, Ned? this be a pause because Ned's uh, disappeared what does your jumper say Pete I struggle on planet I struggle on planets keep turning day and night hello hello Pete can you hear me yeah got you (laughs) yeah we lost okay I don't know what happened there okay all right so shall I do you want to hear what happened on Omnipet Newsblad? Shall I, if you didn't watch it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I do. I didn't. It was super exciting, but it was all about Jumbo Visma, really. So they had, um, you know, Matteo Jorgensen, the American, he switched to them. So yeah. he picked up where he left off last year in Movistar, and he, absolutely, he was like absolutely slotted into the way they race so well. So they had, they had um, Van Bala up there. They had uh, Matteo Jorgensen. They had Christophe Laporte, European champion, and they had Wout. And at one point, in the, in a group of six riders at the front of the race, they had three. <laughs> they had oh. Wout van Aert, Christophe Laporte, and Matteo Jorgensen. And you're looking at them, going, "There's no way. There's no way they can't win this race now. It's abs- It's just a question of how and who with and all that sort of thing." And Jorgensen attacked with about 40k to go. 
Um, and you kind of thought that might be the winning move, actually, because who's going to... Uh, Pidcock was there um, uh, um, and someone else I can't remember. Oh, uh, Tom Scunch. But they're looking at each other going, well, I'm not going to chase Jorgensen down. You think, well, the American's going to win here. But actually, he faded a little bit. The race came back together again. And then in the sort of third group on the road, they had even more riders. They had Jan Tratnik, um, Slovenian, who kind of who did a lot of work, brought the two groups back together again, and everything came back together again. Tratnik went over the top, taking Niels Pollitt with him, and um, and then Pollitt did that kind of typically strong but overly honest ride, you know, that he's kind of almost famous for. He just invested so much in in him and Tratnik staying away and being the winning move that of course it all blew up in his face, and Tratnik just sat on his wheel. And then um, and just came past him and took the win, so um, it was but it was brilliant. It was uh, like it Tra- was a really Tratnik good. Won. And and Wow was a bit frustrated in the end. Yeah, Tratnik won it. Wow, what yeah. win? Uh, sorry, ten, yeah. ten, ten, ten minutes. Okay. Sorry, just a cleaner there. Tra- Tratnik, whoa, whoa, that's a huge win. It's a huge. You know, he, I didn't. I, yeah, read, I read the interview afterwards with him. I didn't realize he'd had such like a troubled career. You know, he's. I used to. I raced as an under twenty three of him. Used to know him quite well because he signed for Quickstep when I yeah. or a year after okay. I turned pro. And then whether or not it, it was a case of him not. I don't think he enjoyed it. He just didn't like racing. He had an eating disorder. Pro. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he had a huge eating disorder and uh, mental health issues around that chicken or the egg. I don't know. And then went down lower ranks yeah, and just took down. him a few years to kind of sort himself out and kind of, I guess, yeah, find a way to a balance to enjoy it. And yeah, so he's, so he's what, 33? Yeah, yeah. 32, 33 or something. Yeah. 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 Nuts. Good on him. The old, uh, yeah. I tell you what, yeah, I tra- kept calling, uh, I'm glad I did at UAE because it's so hard not to say Yumbo. It's kind of yeah. Vismalisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, God, it's going to be a tricky one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and another which one, were the other just a point Which were the other difficult ones, David? It was Alpes and De Kerning can suit our quick step, just because they're actually fine, but they look exactly the same now. Yeah, like, but they're the same names as they were last year, at least. Yeah, but right? they, and now they look exactly the same. Oh, they look exactly the same, yeah. 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 So it's just a... And what about... So it's what is it? Decathlon AG2R? Just, is that what they're called? Yeah. So I just call it Decathlon because I like calling it Decathlon because it's like you're suppo- supporting your local bike shop. <laughs> so, I, so I just... And I, you know how much I love Decathlon. So I was just I know dropping how much off. You love that. I'd oh, either yeah. go full on Decathlon Nature Desire or I just, I just ended up just going Decathlon because I want to yeah. support Decathlon. They need the support. Yeah. yeah, yeah keep yeah. them going. Keep um, them alive. Oh, what about... Um, what about um, Astana, Kazakhstan's Mark Cavendish? How did he get on in the desert stage? Um, he was all right. His lead out was looking pretty good, actually. Um, Merku was there. He got a really good lead out in the day. Olav Koy won where our friend Merlia got second, but just didn't have the legs, and then he didn't start the next day. Um, sickness. So, But yeah, he actually looked a little bit chilled out and kind of there going through the motions. I'm, I'm guessing he might have been a bit just kind of tired from Colombia and traveling and he didn't look super switched on Cav that's for sure so perhaps just kind of going through yeah. it but the team looks a lot better so I think they've done an amazing job with the team because it's completely different to what it was so he's got the support it looks like which is good that's they've got that got massive guy haven't they um, is it Kleb? 
uh, yes. the big, big guy in the lead out train Kleb he's a Kazakh rider isn't he I think he's yeah. huge unit yeah, he so he looks like strong. if they can harness him correctly he'll do, do a really important job yeah yeah well you just know I mean it, mm. I, the bits and pieces I saw it just looked a little bit like a work in progress big time his lead out train but you just kind of bearing in mind that and how far away we are still from the Tour de France you just kind of know that if he gets to the start line of the Tour He's just going to find a way, isn't he? I think of, of just getting getting that yeah, one I, win, and I then so. let you know. You can, you also close, sort of think sure. that you also think that Merlier and people like that will just have exploded themselves by the time the July comes around. <laughs> Cavendish is yeah, just playing so the long game. Kind of anomalous watching so. Merlier just crush crush them all there because yeah, yeah, he, he really was head and shoulders. Olaf Coy, kind of the next one that actually did anything other than that, Groenewegen. Well, Christ, it was just a list of all of them were there and nobody shone. So it was kind of, they were all just kind of going through the motions, it seemed like. But yeah, you're right. Mark will be there, no doubt. What's he doing next? Pete's just like... Mm-hmm. No idea. It's got to be <laughs> no. Torino, hasn't it? Uh, wait, has to be. He usually does Torino, yeah. doesn't he? Uh, has he ever done Paranese? I don't think he has, has he? I don't think he's ever, ever raced Paranese. No. Yeah, he's done, yeah, he does. Yeah, it's ponies. Yeah, he? did it a few years ago and got sp- yeah, like Didn't the crosswinds it. and all that. He just, got, I remember, he just got spat out in the crosswinds really early on. But he was still, that's when he was still struggling with illness and all that sort of thing. So he's probably not got fond memories of Paris because uh, he's half Italian anyway, isn't he? Let's face it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty just, much it's home race, isn't it? Fluent, mm. fluent. I just remembered in our is pretty good. in our race simulation that we did the other day. Which you yeah. would have found hilarious, Ned. We caught um, an under twenty-three Bahrain rider, and he just joined in the race. He was up the road of two of our riders going through and off. Brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper racer. It was bonkers. <laughs> Cycling is so weird, isn't it? Imagine like just transpose that onto another professional sport for a second. You know, I know. Like Arsenal and what? <laughs> Arsenal and Watford. Their training grounds are literally next to each other in North London. So imagine if like one of the Arsenal players hoofed the ball over the fence and it landed in the, you know, and he kind of nipped over to get this ball and just carried on training with the Arsenal for a it's bit. It's literally the same thing. Brilliant. And like one one um, rider, he had his shorts on from his team last year, who was a junior. And I was like, I only noticed after about an hour and a half and I was like, it's literally the equivalent of playing for Chelsea last year and turning up for City <laughs> for, their first, for their first training session in your Chelsea in your Chelsea kit, and it, it just he didn't understand it. And he had like um, his energy bot. He had they had a little sort of pocket on the shorts, you know, where it's quite big and gravel and it's just like hobbyists, yeah, isn't cargo it? Cargo pocket. Yeah, and he had his gels and stuff in there. And I was like, why have you got your food in your in your short pocket? I was like, first of all, I was like, why have you even got a pocket on your shorts? And second, why have you got gels in there? And he was like, oh, it's just um, it's easier to get to. And I was like. <laughs> What? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to get to. 
It's like, what's the stress? <laughs> <laughs> I was bewildered by it. Completely bewildered. <laughs> Stuff like that all the time. Kids, it's great. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, and then we had one oh, I was, poor guy um, crashed on one of the descents. We were doing 2040s and broke his jaw in two places. So that was on the second oh, day. No. Yeah, it was awful. It swelled up straight. He was absolute oh. trooper, to be fair to him. Didn't didn't moan once, just on the way to the hospital, not a problem. Um, and then another a junior from Giles's team. He was he joined the camp a couple of days ago and did he did we did we were on six hours that day and about four hours in he was like oh I don't feel too well. Um, haven't been able to eat for the last two hours now. I was like, what did you do yesterday? And he was like, four hours. So what did you do the day before that? He was like, five hours. What do you think? I was like, you're coming on the Trinity camp and you do five hours and then four hours the two days before it. I was like, you probably, in my head, I was like, he's probably just struggling with the with the volume and the workload. And he was like, I don't really feel too good at all. And I was like, we already had five people, four people in the car. I was like, oh, we're going to have to put you in the car. So I was like, get in the car. And then we started driving. He was like, "Yeah, I was really annoyed." And then we started driving. Oh, no. He was like, "Oh, has anyone got a bag?" And I was like, "You're going to be sick." And I was like, "He was like, oh, I think so." And I was like, "Well, if you're going to be sick, just tell me, and we'll pull over because you know can't be sick in a bag, not on an aeroplane." So he's like, "I think I'm going to be sick." Pulled over. Honestly, I've never seen anyone projectile vomit so much. My like his head, his head. It was there was that much of it. His head went like ejected backwards. And it was just like coming out for, I would probably say, 15 to 20 seconds. <laughs> this is like day three. <laughs> I was just like, oh, back into it. Yeah, Pete. Well, ladies and gentlemen, apologies if you are eating your breakfast while you're listening to this podcast. Uh, should have maybe done a trigger warning there. That's horrifying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where all, oh, that, I don't know where all that came from. That was just a bit out of context, but it just came, came into my, my brain wasn't working for the first 30 minutes of that podcast. Back in the game, right. do you know what it's it, been a this while. is? This is my point with the Tour de France as well, and and, and being able to commentate at UAE. We haven't we haven't yeah. podcast. Well, I haven't been on a podcast for a while. It takes a while to get going again, doesn't it? Get into the rhythm. It of does it. absolutely, it's especially on a dodgy internet link from an Airbnb in Lille. Uh, it, it keeps dropping out anyway. Mm. No, you 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 you're right. Hey, by the way, one other notable performance: Joe Blackmore. Is that have you yeah, followed that at all? No, no. Go on. Okay, Israel Premier Tech. He is a neo pro from Great Britain. Uh, he won the Tour of Rwanda. Ah. Uh, Twenty-one years of age from Kent. Uh, I, I know nothing about him, but he's another one who's just kind of like nerdled his way into into our reckoning. I mean, it's a pretty notable. He was stronger in the nationals, wasn't he, you know? last year? Yes, I remember. FDJ was he riding for then? There, on the twenty-three Well, you're not confusing. With, uh, he might have been actually. Yeah, he he might have been. Um, That's where I remember the I name from. Anyway, that. the Nationals. Yeah. Another another young rider, Pete, who I did. I was in, at an event with him at the weekend. Is um, who's ex ex Trinity rider, um, Cameron Cammy Cameron Mason, oh, yeah. the cyclocross national champ. Yeah. Did you have much to do with him, or was he always mountain biking and sort of cyclocrossing and on? Because yeah, I, I might have, yeah, I might have done one road race with him. So yeah. not much. No. Nice kid. What a really nice kid. A smart kid, and obviously really good at running through muddy fields and lifting lifting his bike <laughs> over obstacles. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was he was a he was a smashing kid. Um, so 
Pete, uh, we need to fine tune the arrangements for Parry Roubaix. I'm nervous about that. We do. He messaged me, didn't you? Saying, "Can I get in just before Arenberg Forest?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I that's a perfect time to yeah. stop the car just before Arenberg pick up Ned." Yeah, <laughs> how close are we talking to Arenberg, Ned? <laughs> Fifty meters. No. Um, okay, I, I get the I fumbling get, so around with your rucksack and all your cables and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm staying. I'm staying the night before the race in Valenciennes, which is pretty close to the Arenberg. So we're going to have to find a, a, a place near on the outskirts of Valenciennes that I can easily get to. And that's where... But I don't think the route has been released, has it? But does the... So does the under-23 route, is it exactly the same as the as the elite, as the senior route? Maybe the... F- I'm not sure. Maybe the first bit is slightly different and then they, 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 they must come onto the course at some point and then follow it to the finish. The same as the the pro race, yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure what the first the first section of the race looks like. Needs to do a bit of yeah. Needs to do a bit of research into it, really. Cool. All right. Well, I'm definitely I'm definitely jumping on somewhere near. Valencia are you, are you staying in until like the finish? Yeah. Plan, yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> That's <yeah. laughs> just dropping off somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Ned, get out here! Yeah. Like that. It's the middle of some sort of cabbage field in like northern France. Yeah, Thanks, Pete. Like David yeah, says. Ch- cheers, guys! See ya. Halfway through the carpool, Libre. <laughs> just Trinity carpools over. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm definitely. I've got. I've got to stay until the end, Pete. Who have you got? Yeah, who's got, who's got who's you got? Somebody who's pretty good at that, Pete. Got a few riders. Yeah, we've got uh, Bob Donaldson, Callum. Who else? Be interesting to see how Joe Pidcock goes. Obviously. Tom Pickock's younger brother. Uh, who else have we got? We've got Josh Charlton this year. National time trial champ. Ooh. Track rider. He's, he's, he'll oh, be wow. strong over that type of stuff. Who else have we got? Yeah, they're the, they're the first names that sort of come to mind. Have Have you DS'd it before, Pete? No. Or not? No. Cool. Yeah. It's wow. Kind of exciting. And have you got like... Slightly nervous. Are, have you got like... Are you sending like... Um, Aaron and 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 um, oh, what's what's there? Jacob and people like that up with like to stand at the side of the road with wheels and things. Yeah, and well, we'll have we'll have Aaron like, in the car with us, and then we'll just. I think we're going to try and get a, a, f- a few of the parents involved for extra. Oh, cool! Yeah, extra feeds and wheels and stuff. So yeah, well, it's, it yeah. still feels quite far Check away to be honest. It is quite far away, and David, we've got Flanders before that, haven't we? Obviously, yeah, we have. That's that's going to come right. I didn't realize it was Easter Sunday. Yeah. That went yeah. down well with my family. Sorry, Nicole. Come along. We should probably say that, um, uh, that Sports Tours International, I'll put it in the show notes. That's, that's, uh, yes. that's the people organising that trip for us. And, uh, so get involved. Um, and slick. join us out in, out in Flanders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think we've pushed our luck with... Um, I've pushed my luck with the internet connection and I've definitely pushed my luck with my Airbnb host who wanted me out 46 minutes ago and he'll Ooh. be knocking on the door fairly soon. So... Um, Very good. So, so there we go. There we go. We, right. broke the, we broke the back, Pete. We'll be better at next time. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. commit to Strada... Well, hopefully I can watch Strada Bianchi at the hotel. Saturday. Mm. Yeah. Choose yeah. a nominate another Swanier day, roll swap day for Saturday. Yeah, I need I yeah. need to watch that. I really need to. Yeah. Do I, I'm always, on Strada Bianca Day, I'm always presenting the darts at Minehead 
and uh, there's a cameraman uh, who used to work for ITV and go out with Free Boss to the Vuelta. Um, and he works on the darts as well. And me and him, he's, he's my, he's, he works with me on my presenting position. We basically just keep one eye on Strada Bianchi and one eye on the darts behind us as well. Nice. <laughs> it's the most random thing. So I'm off, to the, I'm, off to the I'm off to the darts tomorrow. And uh, straight from the darts to see you at Paris-Nice. And on we go. Lovely. And then we'll be podding. We'll do loads of podding from Paris-Nice. Yeah, we'll do we loads of podding. Yeah, we'll get back on our game. Cool. All right. And All where right, are you travelling to next, Pete? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you up to next? I go. You going home? Yeah, for home, home for ten days racing? and then straight into the first race of the season. A little block in Bel- which Belgium is? and Holland, which is it's called Youngster Coast Challenge, and then a race called Dorpen Loop. Two one days first, and then Olympia Tour. A couple of days after that, oh, which is oh, just yeah, pure, pure chaos basically. So, <laughs> and then we'll. <laughs> And I just got the road book through for Olympia store. It's so funny. It's like something from like 1971. Uh, and then we do Roubaix Recon on the way home from Olympia store. And then it's pretty Fantastic. much, yeah, we're knocking on the door of Roubaix then. So. Cool. cool. All right, then. Let's, All right. Um, let's, let's reconvene. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cheers. See you. See you. Bye. 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 up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 